If there was a cat on your computer, I think your computer would be on fire. It probably would. Like roasted furball. Ooh, delish. Roasted furball. Roast. Dude, just imagine. What's that? It's just starting up. It's fine. It's fine. It just makes that sound. I don't have know. Have you seen the horror uh, uh, video or like the images on Reddit of people that haven't cleaned out their computers oh, in like 10 years? God. And you open it up Wait, and it's just what? like cake. Like yeah. the, 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 the grill of the computer case is cut, like cake with know how dust. To turn on. Like, it's so gross. I, I don't... I I've mean, seen... I've seen the worst... Um, well, there was a... Someone took apart an Xbox or a PS4, I think it was, and they opened it up and... How it, late are you staying up today? I have no idea why. How late is Walmart open? Walmart open till midnight. Maybe we should check Walmart for a P, uh, uh, Xbox yeah, Series X. I can get changed. I can get changed after this. We after can, this. We, we can, can go on a quest. Because I want to get sushi. I had sushi yesterday. Did you like they, it? They, they sell sushi at the Jack's. Yeah. And it was like we nine, are nine to... bucks, really good, but my problem is that little tiny package does not fill me up. That's why I like getting the bigger ones and buying the, the bigger bulk size ones. How much does that cost? Myers has a good price for them. Like, reasonable? Like $10 for like a nice size crunchy eels with um, eels cr um, sauce on it. See, I got crab meat sushi and it cost me 10 bucks for a little tiny package. Oh, no, no, no. We'll take you to Myers then today, too. We'll go, we'll go on a quest today because I really want sushi. Welcome to the Maru podcast. I love... Uh, hey, I love Maru. That place is amazing. Genji's is better. Maru is better. In my, in my opinion, Genji is better. Uh, we I don't have a Genji, Genji anymore. It I, caught on fire. What? Really? Yeah, it, did. it was also they changed their name to Benny Maru. What are the... Or Benny, Benny something. Ha Benny Hana? Benny Hana. Sorry, Benny Hana. Because yeah. if, if anybody listens to Comedy Button, Ryan Scott is obsessed with that place. He loves Benny Hana. Yeah, it caught on fire. Uh, what what do they call the the chefs that stand in the middle I don't with even everybody know what surrounding? They do the flippy do shit with the the I want to say axes, the I spatulas. Will, and I stuff. will say this: the first time I ever went to, and it was one, it was Genji's. I got to watch a lady get hit with the pepper shaker things. Really? Oh, he's doing this. Yeah. And she decided to move, and he, he was doing all that cannot fancy yeah, yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. and just whopped her right in the eye. <laughs> I'd laugh. And I was like, this is the best show ever. Could you imagine if they had, like, rubber uh, shakers and stuff to where, like, the chefs would, like, throw the shit at people's foreheads and bounce off, they catch it, and they keep going? Oh, it was, it, like, I love that place. Like, it's kind of devastating, and it sucks because I kind of wanted to go there when it opened because I really love going there. Sous Chef, right? Is that what that's called? No. Or I don't no? think so. No, Sous Chef is uh, different. Oh. I thought that was, like, someone who, Hibachi like... Hibachi Chef? Uh, the hibachi girls, yes. Yes, okay. yeah, yeah, That's yeah, what yeah. I'm thinking of. Yeah, the schooling for those are very intense, by the way. I, well, yeah, you'd have a uh, possibility of slicing off your freaking hands. Yeah, no, they, they, that's actually a very serious type of school you have to go to for that. They take it very seriously. I, well, yeah, yeah, no, it's not a it. joke. It's it's like it's legit, like, hardcore. Like, I was talking to one guy, and he was just like, oh, yeah. Um, the first time I was doing this, I accidentally cut myself trying to practice cutting the shrimp really fast. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like... I mean, just the way that they do the flippy-do crap with those... The flippy 
Flippy Do Crap. That, that that's, be, that's what that is. That basically. needs to be the podcast name. The Flip, Flippy Do Crap. The flipping the flipping the flipping. of the knives and stuff like that isn't too hard. It mostly just comes down to muscle memory. Mm-hmm. Mm. Once you get used to that, it's not too bad. The hardest part to to really do is like what he's saying is working with the knives that like when you have to start cutting because fast. they uh, want you you have to precision. cut you have to cut a certain speed hmm. yeah very precision based i was just thinking if, if people if if, the, if those chefs can do that with the knives i wonder if they could juggle yeah but, they but, could the one could he had like he was doing a bunch of things with just not two things but three things hmm. so he was doing that but that was when it first opened up originally and they stopped that after a while because Someone like I said before, people got hurt. I know that place is expensive as shit though, because I spent... not during lunchtime. No, it's worth I, it. I, I went on a date there and took this one girl out to uh, Genji, and it cost me three hundred bucks for dinner. Holy balls! Very, very, very expensive. Yeah. Not doing that again. Yeah, but but I guess after this podcast, we're getting sushi, guys. Yeah, we gotta Woo! eat something. I, all I've had today is a salad. That's yeah. it. We'll go on a quest for an Xbox if we can, and then we'll get. Yeah, to and sushi. I might get an Xbox Series X because I've been working a shitload of hours. Not just that. Uh, right now, forget for before I forget, I'm Adam. I'm Josh. I'm Andrew. Um, pretty this much. Yes. Uh, pretty much though, if you haven't been reading up, developers are already in the So market. I'm going to preface this podcast. If you notice right now, you don't hear music in the background, and that's because I had to make a choice. This is episode 100. Yes. This is Manadrone 100. I wanted to do a big production for this thing. We were, I wanted to pull every person that we've ever had on this show and have everyone on or at least split them up and have them mm-hmm. do stuff and then by just splice in audio for whatever they want to talk about. Everybody's always busy. We never yep. have a chance to do this stuff anymore. And now I'm working a shitload of hours. So I'm cutting out the music and all the production stuff. We're going to record this thing. I might edit it a tad bit for like ums and uhs and then I'm putting it out. I yes. don't have I don't have time to edit anymore. I'm no, which, too much. Yeah, cuz I work 60 hours. Last, He's going to be working. Last work I last week I worked 70. Yeah. <laughs> But that's no, a lot of nuts. Yeah, I've been working fourteen-hour days. Yeah, that's a lot of nuts. That's so. a lot of nuts. But good news is he can afford to buy an Xbox. If I can get an Series Xbox. X. I bought uh-huh. I bought four hundred dollars worth of cookware. <laughs> I bought a no, yeah. bunch of stuff. But I'm no. buying a QLED television this year. Oh, that's right. I'm gonna get a sixty-inch QLED. But uh, two hundred forty hertz. But uh, Josh, what about it? What about it? Uh, Diablo Four? Did you buy? Did you? Did Two you? copies. I have a copy of Diablo 4 on PlayStation, and I have the Ultimate Edition on PC. I have a copy for my Xbox Series X. Okay. I'm excited. I was, I was wondering. And I looked into it. There's cross-play and cross-save on all platforms. Yes, which makes me very which happy. Which means yeah. I can play with you guys. Mm-hmm. Which makes no me matter very what happy. Yeah. Uh, that makes me very happy. Did you... How how bad was the queue for you? Because I... No, it's not, not bad. bad. It's my, better my fr- now. I tried to... Discord have been playing it. Okay. Uh, the first time I tried to get in, I was just like, let me in. Let maybe, me maybe, in. Maybe two minutes tops. Okay. So it's better. It's fastly improving. Yeah, it's fine. Okay, good. It, it's not like... Uh, the Have you played Knights of the Old Republic or The Old Republic at oh, launch? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Four hour queue times? I remember... Trying I, to get on the Crucible pins? No, it was not with you. It was with, when I was hanging with my friend John, where I, I think every time we would hop on... I would bring my laptop over, and I was just like, okay, let's go play pool and make some food. Yeah. We're going to be in queue, so screw it. Let's just do this. And so we made, we would just do it that way. And then, oh, hey, crap, we're in. Let's go. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, I would, I would wake up, shower, get ready, get all my stuff ready for work, make dinner, and then have still an hour before I'd Is be able to get on. Is that still a thing going strong still, do you know? Older public? Yeah. No idea. Okay. No idea. Hmm. I don't know if SWOTOR is big or not anymore. 
I know that the one time that they had that one DLC came out and like it brought a lot of fans back. I don't even remember the last DLC that they had. The last one that I bought was the Hut Cartel one. Okay, the last one I paid for was the one where the two brothers are working with their father and they're both attacking the Sith and the new and the old Republic forces. I have no idea what that is. Exactly. Okay. Yep. So there, there was Knights of something. Yeah. Where it was like a big focus on Jedi stuff, but I don't I don't know what that was. I never bought okay, it. Okay, but yeah, that's where I was at with yeah. the situation wise. But I don't know, like my thing is just this. Are after playing what you played so far for Diablo 4, are you are you excited? That game's different. It's, it's dark. It's, it's, well, it's not only darker, it it feels different. It's not as arcadey. It there's like weight to the characters, the animations for a lot of the abilities. Like I was playing a Sork yesterday. Okay. Got the ice bolt, the ice ball, that ice orb thing. It moves slower and when you spam it, it I don't know, it just it just feels more weighty. I think okay. it's just the way that the the um the graphics are just make the game feel a bit more grounded and yeah. less like jump all over the place, kill everything as fast as possible. Cause I know I'm I wondering how fast people they, can move at endgame. Because they already said like Diablo three was very colorful. Sure. It really was. Yeah. And they said no, we don't want Diablo to be colorful anymore. This is Diablo. We want it to be this dark you know like sense of just dread and everything so the color is going to represent that yeah. dread of just pure evil and darkness yeah it's, it's like diablo 2 like i'm sorry that one new cutscene that i saw with lilith in, in that the church, church yep. god that is a good freaking like she's a did, good villain before she was revealed before they said her name did you know who it was because i did i did not at the very last minute right before they said her name i was like i bet this is lilith and it's because the show supernatural that i thought of that well cause, <laughs> oh you mean the very first trailer that they showed at blizzcon oh, no, no the one when i was watching the the opening cutscene to this oh no no i didn't know who the very first baddie was originally at first i was like who are they gonna have this time mm. for diablo 4 because you know what we, we did in diablo 3 and I'm just kind of standing here going like, so what exactly, who's going to be this baddie? And then all of a sudden when they said, oh, her name is Lilith, yeah. I kind of just stood there like the mother of all monsters. Crap. Kind of now, now, my thing is, I was, again, watching the cutscene, the opening cinematic before you actually get to play. The black bald dude that's in there that they sacrifice, is that supposed to be Tyrael? No. Okay. He's just an archaeologist who was like on task to help them get like, because they, they thought there was treasure there. Because there's right, all right, these right. booby traps, and yeah. he knew how to read everything, so he was hired with them, and okay. that's how that's what how it happened. I figured he knew how to read everything because he was a former angel. No, so no, I thought no, they no, sacrificed no, no. Tyrael, and then Lilith comes. No, if to I'm life. correct, Tyrael's back in full angel form again. But remember? he wasn't. He wasn't in that trailer though. No, he so was I wasn't not sure. in that trailer. Yeah, he was in the newest trailer. Oh, I didn't watch it. I'm okay. trying to stay spoiler-free oh, okay. from this. okay, well, like, there's a part like, where, every, like... Like, the, all the dialogue and stuff, the story while we're playing the beta, I'm skipping Double door all dies. of it. <gasps> How dare you, sir? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> How dare you? Game spoiled. Checkmate atheist. <laughs> <Yeah>. Checkmate atheist. <laughs> what? How does that work? Want, are we spoiling more stuff? K-Pax with Skyzer Sose? Oh! <gasps> Vader was Luke's dad. Bruce Willis's uh, weakness is water. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Clark Kent. Unbreakable. Clark yeah. Kent was actually Superman, and he hates green jello. Is that real? It's kryptonite. I know it's kryptonite, but I wonder if Superman actually he hates the Green Lantern. Dude, actually, his weakness. Is Superman racist? He probably. I, I mean, 
there, you have to think about it. You, you have, have to, to think about it. I have to think about it, but I mean... What's your opinion on the... Uh, uh, never mind. <laughs> I'm going to totally derail Derailing! Everything. Okay, derail! fine. Fuck it. We're going to derail it. Do it! What's it's the, episode what, 100. What, what, Let's what's, go. what's your opinion of them wanting to cast a young Superman? They and have do another origin story for I... Superboy instead of Superman or whatever the hell they're doing. Didn't we have Smallville already? We did have Smallville. Smallville was boring. I had that whole box I set. hate the last season. Can we please admit that the last season sucked balls? I didn't like any of the seasons. There's some there's some high points like whenever Clark but like it's season two at the is it the end of season two where he gets the red kryptonite ring and is like fuck all of you I'm oh, yeah. leaving he, he got that the school ring yeah. which was actually that red kryptonite or whatever it was and it was messing and, like, him the up and like the very last line to like uh, season two was um, Jor-El being like you can never escape my son and he's on the motorcycle leaving Smallville and you're like what the fuck yeah. That was awesome. But it, it, the here's the, here's the sad like, truth. Eh. When that show was airing, that is when CW was actually making a profit. Sure. Now... But that was a decade ago. Yeah, Gotham Knights, spoiler alert, don't watch it. It is cringe worthy. Yeah, and every time you say Gotham Knights, I think the video game. Oh, and you're that's saying, what everyone thought. Like, oh, dude, we're getting a Gotham Knights TV show? This is so cool. And they're also like, oh, it's like the Joker's daughter. Batman has a new adopted son who didn't know he was Batman. And it's just like, oh, oh, God. Like, so is that the deal with Batman Beyond? Who is that? Batman Beyond is, oh, that is just a rabbit hole. Do you really want to go down that one? I'm just wondering who the guy is. Um, Technically, he is Bruce's son. Technically. Technically. Amanda Waller. Aman yeah, Terry. Amanda Waller knew that we. Why did we I think his name was Damien? No. Damien oh. is actually Batman's actual biological son with oh. the daughter of the dragon. Okay. But no, um, Amanda Waller knew we always needed a Batman. So she took the DNA and used it to impregnate his, no, Terry's mother, but hmm. with Bruce's DNA. And then they were going to do the entire, Amanda Waller was going to do the entire scenario of where the Joker killed Bruce's parents and do it to Terry. Oh. But didn't do it. But then it still happened anyways. Terry lost his father and yada yada yada. You find that out when Bruce needs an organ transplant or something like that or something for like a DNA or an organ and Terry is a perfect match and he's like, why am hmm. I a perfect match? And comes to find out, Amanda Waller starts talking to him and realizes that, yeah, he's actually your father. So then the only other question I have is how the hell did the Joker get pregnant? The Joker get pregnant? Don't forget. He's in the comics with the big old belly. Oh, God. I hate you so much for talking about that <laughs> nightmare. The, the I thought that, that was such a terrible comic. That wasn't canon, is it? <laughs> I it, it better not be because, like, I'm sorry, but, like, what? who thought this was a good idea? Uh, That's not. I in, mean, like, didn't, didn't they make, was it, did they make Superman gay? No, they made his son by... Oh, so, AKA was. gay. Okay. Because you'll never see you know you'll never see him with a woman. It's always gonna be with his boyfriend. He'll never have a woman. Huh. But they got that comic book got cancelled. Weird. The the new Robin comic book, because he's gay, got cancelled. Because huh. it was it just wasn't they weren't good. We, like, like like Andrew said it perfectly. If your character is this and only this, guess what? You're not gonna make a good comic book that way. Or a good story, period. But Diablo. Diablo. <laughs> so, what did you play? Um, I played a sort. I played a sorcerer because you can actually choose male or female now. Mm -hmm. You can like customize your character, which is different for Diablo. You never could do that before. Yeah. Um, 
So I played a sorcerer a little bit, and then I played a rogue. Okay. And, and did the stabby stab thing, but you can also go the opposite route and do bows. Yeah. Uh, oh, you can do both. You with can the do rogue? with a rogue. You can either do okay. well. You can do both. You can actually. Ha I, just, I don't I know goofed, how to weapon. I goofed swap. up with the sorcerer a little bit. Yeah. I was like, I just wanted to yell like, "I'm a wizard, Harry!" and just start like blasting the crap out of it. Yeah, things. I did like. Isn't rapid... the necromancer in it? Right. Yes, but yes. it's not in this beta. Not okay. That's what I thought. Okay. That's what I was kind of freaking out. The I necro was... and the druid are not in the beta. That's what I was about to ask you. I was like, uh, druid and necro. What is up with that? I, I kind of, I really wanted to play them, especially the druid. I, I couldn't. I don't remember. Is there a paladin in this in this this game? I know there's one in D two. I thought there was a. But is there a paladin or like a crusader or something? I thought the paladins and crusaders were practically destroyed after Diablo two. Well, there's a crusader in Diablo three. Yeah, he's on your side. You yeah. don't actually, but you actually... but if you remember in that game, there he's pretty much like the Crusaders almost all fell that it was in his order at that area. Mm. Remember, when you find him, he's being tortured. Yeah, right. And then he has he literally talks to his yeah, partner, Burn Heretic. That's that's the dude that um gets the pole arm. Yes, and he's like, uh, oh, I don't remember. He there's some weird name where that he has, and he's like, my name is. And then uh, something because you find his weapon, and then all of a sudden he gets more confident. Because I thought it was a barbarian that we had. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. There, there's a barbarian. You can play a barbarian, a sork, or a rogue. And then there's the necro and the druid are not playable. But I thought there was one more class. I could be wrong. Maybe there's not. But uh, my the, thing is just this. The rogue's like, fun. Like I feel like they need to make the paladins come back because of the new cutscene. It shows that you know the angel. He's in full angel form again, and he's fighting Lilith, but on his side is these full armored people, so they look like paladins to me. Mm. And I, the way it looked like in Diablo 3, when he was bringing back his like a, a new order, because remember he was fighting his brother Death? Mm. And it, oh yeah, in the expansion. It looks like he's trying to rebuild something, you know? Uh. Like, he had followers with him. Yeah. So I'm wondering, did he kind of, like, rebuild the Paladin Order, the, the Crusaders? Because I think that we need to have a Paladin or a Crusader in the game, in I mean, my opinion. The game's not even out, and there could be an expansion. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, we had there's... Reaper of Souls, and the other ones we had, uh... God, what's the, what is the expansion for two? It's got, I can't it's remember. Got, it's got Bill in it. I can't remember the name. Yeah. Now... My opinion is this. Do you think it could have been put on the Switch? Do you no, honestly think... I don't could? think the Switch could run this. Okay, because a lot of my friends were saying, I think it could, and I'm like... Ugh. They would have to dumb it down to, like, Diablo 3-level graphics, because this game's got some shaders that make my computer stutter. Okay, because that's what I was just wondering and about. And I'm running a GTX 3080, and okay. it, it defaults to the max graphics in the, in the uh, beta, and I still get weird skips, but this game's also online. Yeah. Like, I think it's always online, which pisses me off. If I, I'm correct, you are correct, yes. I, I think you have to be online, which means if this game's servers die, which I don't know what the likelihood of that being Blizzard. Well, who knows? You know, they could, they could do after a while, a couple of years, they could be like, hey... You know what? We're gonna turn this offline. Finally, knock yourself out. Yeah. If it's situation online, I mean, like, even, offline. Even, even Diablo Res uh, Two Resurrected. There's an offline mode. Uh, did you touch this at all, Andrew? Or are you just still putting your foot down on Blizzard? Yeah, I'm still putting my foot down. On okay, that's that's okay. I was just kind of just wondering the situation for you. I don't know. That's one of the reasons why he brings up the performance things. And it's like now, generally, Blizzard products were good to run on a toaster. 
But if there's anything that we've seen lately, especially when it came to things like Overwatch 2 and even some of the newest World of Warcraft expansions, they kind of run like shit now. So I'm not sure if Diablo 4 is suffering from bad optimizations from Blizzard at this point, or if they are putting all of their you know efforts into this and they're trying to do as best as they can. It maybe it, it just can't run on the Switch. I don't know. You're right. But I was watching on Discord. It didn't look like it was that impressive looking of a game. Like. Call me crazy for saying that, but I don't look at this and think that, ah, yes, this is, you know, comparing to anything that we've seen in the last two or three years. Sure. It doesn't look bad, but it's not... That's what I was just kind of like... The uh, biggest difference is it's just not as... It's not as bright as Diablo 3. Yeah, because Diablo it's a lot 3, like, like, so much of the map of Diablo 3 is like, there's, I mean, co- there's the a uni- lot of color. Go to the unicorn area in Diablo 3, and it's just like fucking rainbows everywhere. <laughs> yeah, and again, I think that's a shift that Blizzard wants to, to make, and that's perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, again, I just don't know if... I do think this game, maybe possibly looking at it, could run on the Switch, but I don't know. I need to look into more of it. Now, my one friend, I believe if I'm correct, Hogwarts Legacy will come out for the Switch. And my June, one, I think. Yeah, my one friend is going to get it. So I literally looked at him like, can I watch you play? And he just goes, yeah, because I'm just staying here going like, graphically in all the combat that you can do with all the cool spells, I just don't see the Switch handling it unless they really downgraded this. Not to mention what happens when you jump on your broom and you're flying above yeah. Hogwarts. Yeah. Like, how much is that going to stutter? Or your hippogriff. I haven't gotten hippogriff okay, yet. Okay, yeah, but I'm just saying. But Diablo's yeah. fun. I mean, from what I've played, it's... it's and it, it feels like Diablo. And for me, RE4 demo... Lit. I, I downloaded it yesterday for Steam. I have not played Lit. it. Is it good? Lit. The 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 worst the, the lowest review I've seen so far is a nine point five. Mm. Yeah. And they said they made major changes, different voice actors for Ashley, and they changed a few things up with the story. Is she was the certain. one that Brett was always making fun of about the jet ski? Hey, we're on a jet ski. Yeah. You want to screw? She's, she's the one that constantly yells, "Leon, help!" Leon. Okay. Remember, it was on episode 12 for the most hated female characters. We put that in our podcast yeah. for some Halloween episode or yeah, something. Yeah, because we hated Ashley. No. Well, I never played it. I did. I loved it. But I, I did download the demo. I have not played it on Steam yet, though. I mean, how many things has Resident Evil 4 come out? It's coming out on this new console cycle. It was also on the Xbox series, um, Xbox One and all of them. Um, the Switch, if I'm correct, has it. The Wii has it. The Game- PS2. GameCube? The game That's out, where I always thought it was exclusive. It came out, came out on GameCube first. Was it ever on PS2? Mm-hmm. Was it? Yes. It huh. came out on PS2, and then it came out on the Wii, and again, the Wii version is the best version, in so my I opinion. I can't remember. There was a discussion that I was having. <laughs> I can't remember where it was that I heard about it, but somebody was saying e- either Jeff Keighley for the Game Awards or E3 or whoever does that stuff has to come up with a category specifically this year, especially because... Um, they, they need a category for remakes because we've got so many remakes coming out this year alone that they have to have a best remake No, category. I wholeheartedly agree with you on I that. Mean, Metroid Prime Remastered and Resident Evil are two of the highest Dead scoring Space. on Medi- yeah, and and Dead, Dead Space. Space. Yeah, I mean, you could make it a whole category, but I mean, it still doesn't exclude them from still being Game of the Year. In my oh, sure, no. but I'm just I, saying. I, in my opinion, from what I'm hearing right now and then playing that demo, dude, that is going to be a contender like, what for is the Game likelihood, of the Year. What is the likelihood of Metroid Prime Prime Remastered getting Game of the Year. I don't know. This is still going to be the year that we have Tears of the Kingdom coming out. 
And, and I'm, I don't know what the reception's gonna be because it's not even close to being out. But Starfield's releasing. We got Diablo Four coming out. Yeah, this is big, gonna be a big, big year. year. This yeah, is a this huge is a year. year, in my opinion, for games right now. I mean, like we got Diablo. We have Diablo Four coming up soon. We Spider, got Spider-Man Two releasing. Not just that. Year. The new Star Wars game coming yep. up soon too in May. Oh, Jedi. Uh, yeah, Jedi Survivor. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know. This is gonna be an interesting year. I don't know the Resident Evil Four remake. I've been watching a little bit of it. I actually just watched my friend replay through the entirety of Resident Evil Four. Stand- standard. Yeah, like the regular the standard okay. edition. And I don't know. Like honestly, rewatching the whole game again, it's like, man, I kind of really hope they change the later half of the game because I honestly think the game kind of just knows like dives in quality. And I know fans mm. are gonna look at me and go, "Excuse me, what?" It's just like. Yeah, I don't know. I Honestly, because he's been playing all the games in, like, canonical order. Uh, and watching him go back and play, like, through the Resident Evil 1 remaster again, it's like, man, th- this is still my favorite Resident Evil. And I'm really sad we just don't have that atmosphere anymore in Resident Evil games. So I'm kind of hoping that with Resident Evil 4, because, like, the beginning part of the game, even though it doesn't really reach that point of dread, it does still have those moments of, like, oh, shit, intensity because of how outnumbered and how outgunned you feel in mm-hmm. certain, certain situations. Hmm. But then later half of the game, no. Kind of once you unlock the first shotgun, the game's kind of just over, Well, no, it's just not that. There is literally a part where the main villain, who's that priest dude, goes, goes this isn't like your action movies. The, you know, like, no so, solo the, person. And then he, you literally do exactly what he says you, you couldn't do. You aren't going to do. And then the worst thing about this, too, to give you an idea of how dumb the plot for Resident Evil 4 is, is towards the end of the game, okay, so you know that both Ashley and Leon are infected, right? And so, right before the final boss fight, and I mean literally right before the final boss fight, there's a room where you sit in a chair and you get the thing that's infecting you removed from your body. There you go. Lost Plagueis is gone. That point, plot point is resolved. Okay, leaving the island now. And it's like, wait, 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 wait. Why do they fucking have this here? Literally, if their whole point is to keep Leon and Ashley infected, why did they keep this here? You know, I just that's not just a plot hole. That's literally a plot black hole which makes negative fucking sense of why that exists. And it's just like, the story's dumb. And like, it gets hmm. really fucking dumb. But the All cr- I heard is there's some statue that comes to life and tries to yeah, like kill you and it just, gets, it's dumb. The the story Napo- gets, Napoleon statue? Yeah. It, okay. it looks like a Napoleon. It looks like it, yeah. The, the story gets like, Unfathomably stupid about halfway through. But the don't game. forget, we get those re- those creepy regen creatures again. Oh uh, yeah, god! Yeah, no. To be fair, even watching my friend play through it again, and I heard the regenerators like breathing for the first time. It's like <sighs> I remember the That's what they actual do. fucking terror I felt the, the first time. The first time I shot them, I like literally just shot off the limbs, shot off the head. I'm like, haha! I got I upgraded my shotgun all the way, and all of a sudden it's like it are, comes. Are, are, uh, are these guys like necromorphs? Uh Kinda. It's hard to. It's they so, are. They have specific areas in their body that you must shoot. Oh. Okay. So, so like a, a normal headshot, like to a zombie, would take them out. Now, this one would have maybe something here in its arm. Yeah. Maybe something in its stomach, near its stomach, so, or in its leg, and you have to use that little special scope so to shoot them. The way that it works is that the Las Plagas is a parasite that goes in your body and it affects you from the inside out. So the idea is that sometimes even when you 
shoot regular villagers and you shoot them in the head, mm -hmm. they'll keep walking towards you and then an actual parasite will pop out where their head used to be and they'll continue attacking. Mm -hmm. huh. The thing about the regenerators is that the regenerators have like five or six in their body. Oh. And so the thing is, is that normally you can't tell where they are by the naked eye. And eventually you'll find a scope that allow you to actually see with infrared where they are. Sure. And you need to shoot all those points and all those like parasites. And when you do, it'll kill them permanently. But until you get the scope, you don't know where they are. So you're kind of just blasting them like crazy and hoping that they die. Yeah. You actually have enough ammo to do that? You will, yeah. Resident Evil 4 gives you a crap In the beginning, huh. not, you, you kind of have to be smart. But once you pass, like, the Napoleon statue, ammo doesn't really... In my opinion, ammo wasn't really a problem for me. It, <clears> it's it's basically once you part, like get past the village point, you start going kind of into the castle a little bit. Yeah, like, ammo, they kind of just shower you in it. It's kind of annoying. It's like bathe you in Do ammo. Either I so I haven't played the demo. What is the demo? Do you know? It's the beginning part of the area. Yeah, it's basically where the first demo even took place, which was the start. Of the yeah, game. you, oh, you okay. like you're wandering through the village, and then you can hear them in Spanish speak, speaking. They get them, get them. Yeah, and so like huh. it, it's one of those things that like even back when the original Resident Evil Four came out, like this was just it was really revolutionary at the time. This yeah. section of the game. And so it's one of the most powerful moments in the game to many people. And even to see that remade now, it looks so good. But I honestly can tell that they're still really leaning heavily into the action aspect of it. So a good example is that one of the enemies that you fight is the guy with the chainsaw. Terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. That's what the demo on Steam is. They call it the chainsaw demo. Yeah. And so it's absolutely terrifying, especially in the original Resident Evil 4, because basically if he touches you, you're dead. Huh. And now this version of the game is actually introducing a lot of the parry mechanics that were in 5. Meaning it is possible for you to aim your gun when he's about to swing and hit his chainsaw and enter a parry state. And actually parry his chainsaw with a with bullet? Your, with your gun. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. And so, and what, like, there's a lot of examples like that. So a good example, another great example is... Uh, the villagers that are wielding pitchforks. Hmm? If you swing your knife at the right time, you can parry their pitchforks out of the air. Damn. And you can actually parry them physically. Mm -hmm. And so it huh. adds another element to the combat, yeah. which is really sick, don't get me wrong. But at the same and time... And this wasn't in the original? No, the, none of this was in the original. Ah. So they're adding a lot of the parry mechanics that were in 5, and some of the mechanics that were introduced in 6 as well, and they're putting it into this game as well, just with better graphics. Sure. But it's also still one of those things that it's like, man, I like the em emphasis on the action when you really want to lean into it but it still makes me wonder if the game is just kind of gonna go silly in the later half of the game like it does because right. it goes from kind of being believable that you're in this village of infected people to you're literally in a fucking castle with a bunch of cultists and it's like okay maybe i can kind of see where this kind of transition to all of a sudden you're in a fucking military base with people in like uh, Mad Max gear and it's just like it, yeah it is what? it's weird it gets you, really Mad, weird Mad Max gear like spikes and stuff yes like, yeah, no, no, straight yes, up like, he's yeah, not like, lying it just, it just transitions from castle to that like pretty much instantly and it's like, like what? you get creepy huh. you get creepy village hmm? then you get castle then you get like full on military like war. Lab, yeah. Yeah, seriously. So it almost sounds like a disjointed thing that was kind of pieced together, maybe? Kinda. The castle I could kinda believe it because you know you're more of a, you know, yeah. remote. You area. should actually look at the original footage shown for RE4. It is yin and yang. It shows him literally being attacked by like a weird specter creature from a painting. Oh. 
Yeah, he's talking about the original, original demo. Like, yes, the this original, was original. This was like the alpha. To the <laughs> From original. Ghostbusters. So, yes. yeah, it was known, I think it was known as the uh, uh, Hookman edition. Yes, it was called the Hookman, because like, it was him running through a castle, and this weird specter creature with a hook would come after him. Yeah, and that was the, 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 the images, that, well, the video that we were shown. Hmm. Yeah, so the original Resident Evil... Four was much different to what we got. In the, more paranormal kind of yeah, style. Way more paranormal than to what we got instead of the original like PS, uh, the GameCube release of Resident Evil Four. You said Resident Evil One got remade, right? Resident Evil One has had two remakes. Yes. Yes. So are the tank controls gone? So in the original GameCube remaster, they are still it's there. There. In the newest but, one, you have the option between using standard control or using tank control. Oh, okay. And my friend did the thing that a lot of people did when they want to go through the game again and critically kind of look at it, which is he went through the entire game with Jill with the tank controls mm. to play through it. And he did it on hard mode, too. God bless his heart. He actually beat it oh, on hard Oh, he mode. did? Yeah, he beat it on hard mode on his first playthrough with Jill. Now, to be fair, he also did Jill. If he would have done Chris on his first playthrough as hard, he probably would have had to restart because oh. that's... That's tough. That don't ever do that to yourself. Because Jill's the easiest, right? J Jill, Jill is like... Her, her so setting is like... I would say that she is the normal mode of the game. Okay, normal mode. Thank because you, Because yeah. she has eight inventory slots, and she has the lockpick by default. Chris does not, and he only has six inventory slots. Because she's the master of unlocking who, doors, Andrew. So who, God. Is, who is Barry? Barry, Barry is another member of the Stars team. Do you play as him, though? No. So, okay. depending on which play, uh, which uh, scenario you choose, Jill or Chris, depends on which characters you interact with. Jill oh. will get to interact with Barry, okay. and Chris interacts with Rebecca. Okay, so I've never heard of her. Uh, Rebecca was introduced in this game originally, so she was in the original Resident Evil 1. Uh, and then she got her own uh, in this prequel to Resident Evil 1, which is Resident Evil 0. Wait, is this Rebecca Valentine? Uh, Where the hell does that come from? What is that name? Why is that popping into my head? I, I have no idea. I don't know why Valentine, because I think it's Jill Valentine, isn't it? Oh, okay. So yeah. that, that's what I'm thinking of then. Yeah, no, Rebecca, I can't remember her last name. But she was also in Resident Evil 0, which was a prequel to this game. You can kind of skip it, but she really hasn't Is had... Is that the Resident Evil that had the typo? Which one? Resident Evil Zero? Wasn't there a typo on the uh, the, the cover? I don't know. Or was it... No, it was Revelations. They yeah, spelt it, it wrong. Yeah, that's Oh, the, yeah. yes, they the did. Gone, that's, that's right, gone, yes. Game. What was it called again? And, like, how did they spell it? it was... Re Revelations or yeah. something yes, like that's that. What, okay, yeah. But, um, yeah, so depending on which scenario you choose for Resident Evil 1 depends on which characters that you interact with. And so, again, it's interesting to me because we've already had the 2 remaster and the 3 remaster, and again, I want to see what the 4 remaster does. It, the demo so far is very impressive, but I'm wondering if, again, it's going to diffuse a lot of the tension of the game by making it more action-based, or if they're going to lean way more into the action and say, hey, even when you have weapons like the shotgun, it's not going to just break the game. Because literally in the original Resident Evil 4, getting the shotgun breaks the game. It literally does. Even the guys with the chainsaw cannon fodder. They get close to you, shoot them with a chainsaw, pops them back 10 feet, they fall on their ass. You can just sit there and reload, wait for them to get up, do it again if you want to, or if you're tired of waiting for them to get off their fat ass, you can just run up to them and pop a few shots in them and probably kill them while they're still on the ground. Kind of just diffuses a lot of the terror aspect when, you know, you kind of just kill everything very easily. Right. And but the only times that Resident Evil 4 gets, like, scary is when you have Ashley with you. Yes. And because she's just dead weight. She really is. And are with I don't think you're going to be able to hide her now in this game, if I'm correct. I don't know. Again, I'm hoping that they do change some elements of her AI because it's just like, oh my god, I hate having her at any point during that game. 
Um, but the thing is, is that the only other time the game actually gets scary is that it's like, okay, well, Ashley has to be with you. And they have to swarm you with, like, third, like, ten or so bad guys. And that's the only time the game actually gets tense. But again, it's mostly it, not it, even because of the fact that, oh, I'm in danger. It's because, oh, Ashley's, Ashley's in, in danger. danger. It's, and, I'm not in danger. This twat waffle, yeah. who literally is the president's daughter, is running around like an idiot. Didn't that happen in Resident Evil 5? Weren't you forced to be paired with somebody and the AI was stupid? No, yes. no, well, yes, you had co-op playing in Resident Evil 5. But, but if but you if were playing was, solo... Oh, if you're playing solo, she was a useless character. Yeah, yeah it was just like, wow, thanks, uh, I got hit once, I'm only missing about 2% of my HP. You're running at me with a big herb, which is a valuable healing item to heal me. Stop. Yeah. You're giving me more terror from wasting my resources than the game is. Yeah. There's something fundamentally wrong with that. Oh, yeah, because, like, yeah. she would, like, bring, like, a little bit of health. Here you go. I'm like, no, 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 no. Oh, save yeah. that. Save it. Yeah, and so it's the same thing with, like, Ashley. Is that, like, I guess you could say that, like, does add tension to the moment because it's like, oh, no, if Ashley dies, I, I, I'm, I'm. Game's just, over, game man. Game over. But at the same time, it's like. You know, actually, you could just, like, not fucking stand in the middle of the open and just take pot shots. You could... i move. That would be <laughs> nice. Like, if it was a moment of her running in terror, and, like, that would be something, understandably, that a, you know, teenage girl would do in a scenario like this. Okay, maybe now I would be a little bit more, you know, forgiving of the situation, because, you know, it's like, okay, it's a bit more believable. But if you tell her to wait, she will literally... Through hell or high water, she will stand exactly where the fuck you left her. And if somebody's <laughs> coming up with her and about to hit her with the fucking mace or something, nah, she ain't moving, son. She, She's taking she that. will stand still <laughs> like a like a brick. Yeah, she just sits there. She's just like, yeah, he'll be here to rescue me when you're fighting an enemy off somewhere else. And it's like, yeah, I don't know. I really hope that they do change the AI with Ashley a bit. Or you ever seen those like those memes of just like, oh my goodness, I'm so busy, and all of a sudden like one person's like, you want to help me, and you're like, you're doing all this, and it's just like, in a minute. Yeah. So I don't <laughs> remember if we discussed it in, a, in the, the pre previous podcast, but what do you think the possibility is that they take this approach with five and six and change it for the better? Like change, like physically go in and change those. I games. think six is so all over the place that the fixed six would take a or lot. What if, they, what if they said, all right, five and six are in a different universe. We're redoing five and six. I'm they okay need, with that. Yeah, they need to do redo five and six at this point. <laughs> I think, honestly, Wesker could do a better send-off. The, the problem is, is that it's like they're committed to the meme of Chris, for a good example. I don't know why they're so <laughs> committed to this meme. Are you talking about punching boulders? Yes. And even canonically, ca characters like even in Resident Evil, uh, the newest Resident Evil, they have already, like, uh, he already calls Chris, like, that boulder punching freak. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like, and people reference this in-universe mm -hmm. multiple times over, and it's like, it's an in-game joke. Does, like, does, how do you pronounce her name? Demitrust, does she know who Chris is? Uh, I think she knows by proxy of hearing about it, but I don't uh, think she knows. I don't think right. she actually knows him okay. as a person. Yeah. So, again, it's one of those things that, like, I don't know, if you want to remake 5 and keep that iconic moment, if you want to call that in, you can, but it's like, why? Yeah, Resident Evil 5 hmm. was a game where, like, if you play on a harder difficulty, you want to play with a friend. If you don't have a friend, it's it's a nightmare because, again... The AI is stupid. Yeah. Very stupid. Yeah, but I would like, I would like to see them, like redo a bit of the story. Again, 4, I want to see them redo all the, the complete later half of the game. 
needs to be rewrote like from the ground up. I'm not even joking when I say rewatch. Has that been confirmed? Uh, Did no. they do that? No. Oh. Uh, this is still just the demo right now, anyway. It, I thought that was out. Isn't it on a Metacritic? I thought this was the demo. No, no, no. I thought the I thought the full release wasn't that. People out? Like, got early review access to it, so like a lot of people were giving it tens and stuff like that for Resident oh, Evil Four. Oh. So it hasn't released to the masses, though. Right? No, no, not to yeah, the masses. No. Okay. So I haven't right. seen the. Full but no, release. like there's already reviews. Are you buying it, Andrew? Maybe. Obviously. I'm getting oh. it. I already pre-ordered it. I took care of it. But yeah. So for me, again, it's if I do buy it, and I do go into it. I really want to see them actually redo the story because again, it gets unfathomably fucking stupid to the point where it just takes me out of it because it's just like. It's dumb. So, like, even one of the other moments in the whole, like, in the castle, this is another moment that, if I explain it to you, you're not going to believe how stupid this is. <laughs> you go down a hallway, you're in a castle, and Ashley starts coughing up blood. Okay, okay this isn't good, right? This you're is an right. intriguing situation. Yeah. Leon is like, are you okay, Ashley? She's like, I'm fine, get away from me. And as she walks away from Leon, down this hallway, which, mind you, there's nothing at the end of this hallway... Spikes come out of the floor. What the? Okay, this is a trap, I guess. And then she starts to run towards the end of the hallway because there's spikes coming up from the floor, which is kind of out of fucking left field. In the wall, at the end of this hallway, there's three grooves in the wall. Like, there's six grooves in the wall, right? Mm -hmm. And for some reason, she decides to position herself right up against the grooves, and then these clamps come around her, and then the <laughs> whole wall spins to trap her. What the hell? It, does that not... So what, is the castle alive and trying to kill them? Yeah, that's the thing, is that it's like, man, that's so convenient that they knew at this exact moment she was going to cough up blood, and that the spikes were going to separate both of them, and that she was going to run to the end of the hallway and put her back up against yeah. this wall, when she could clearly tell that it should have a booby trap or something on it, because she can see what's on the wall, and she just puts herself there to get... Tr it, like, it's stupid. It's stupid. It's not even a moment of, like... Oh, well, maybe in-game universe, or, like, you could put, like, aside your suspension of disbelief. It's stupid. Hmm. There's no other way to explain it other than it's just a stupid plot, like, point. For the sake of being... Lazy? I don't know it seems how... Like, it sounds like lazy writing to me. It, 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 I don't even know if you... I don't even know what you would call that, because it's like, at one hand, I don't know if it the joke is, is that the game is so fucking self-aware of how stupid it is, that it's just being stupid as a joke. Sure. And if that's the case, why did the game go from why did the series go from this more serious direction to this? Yeah. And that's the and that's the jarring moment to me. And so because you could rewrite this scenario any, anyway, like, oh, maybe she was coughing up blood and then she fell down somewhere and it's too dangerous for Leon to follow her. He hopes she's okay as he goes to try to find out where she is. You could write it in so many different ways, but no, they literally wrote it in the dumbest way imaginable. And there's so many, like I said, okay, cool, they have, they're infected with Las Plagas. You'd think the first thing that Sadler and everybody would do, because they want Ashley to go back to America, they want her to infect the president, they, they, want, yeah. they want her to infect people in America... So you'd think the first fucking thing they would do is, ah, there's the there's Leon. Let's give him. Let's give her to him. There yeah, you go. Mission right, fucking right, right. That's Mission the point. That is the point. Mission is, fucking accomplished. She gets well, close to the president, gets infected. That their master plan has been solved. But yeah, right at the end of the game, like Andrew said, there's that cure. Yeah, there's that cure out of nowhere. Why? So again, the whole fucking game on that point too is stupid because at this point, Sadler then should have just been like, oh, hey, Leon. Here's the president's daughter. We surrender. 
Bye. Sure. Okay, take her back home. Aha, uh-huh, it was a funny joke. Ha ha ha. And then... We had a tea party. Sorry. Yeah, there, there you go. It would have been that fucking simple. But like, no, for some fucking reason, they're like, okay, we're going to fight both of you and we're going to endanger both of you. And if we and kill, we're going to keep kidnapping yeah, her. Yeah, and if we kill either, either of you at this point, which by the way, Sadler's goons do try to murder her on several occasions, hmm. then their whole mission's shot. So it's like, well... What the fuck is the The plan is flawed is what we're trying to say. I I don't even know if calling it flawed is the right term. No, no, it's it's a Cobra plan from G.I. Joe. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. It's so stupid. Again, I don't understand if the joke again is that it's so fucking stupid that that's the joke and the game knows it's stupid. Because again, I guess at that point I can kind of buy it, but then like, why are you considering this main like line lore why are you right. treating this game as if it should be serious why are we going in this direction when you clearly just showed the first three games weren't in that direction why so is... nemesis isn't fucked up at all uh nemesis isn't really no nemesis also takes itself pretty seriously huh. especially the playstation version of it all i hear is the x memes uh that's uh, that's resident Evil 2 that's that, two that's, i thought that was nemesis no that's, no, that's two that's oh. mr x and the thing about Mr. X is that the reason why he's a meme is because he's absolutely fucking terrifying. He sure, actually I is. I, the most terrifying one is the Thomas the Train one. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, but the, the, the meme of it is that the scenario when you first fight, or when you first see him, yeah. is that there's a helicopter that crashes into the police station. It's on fire. You turn on the water system to put it out, and the first time you approach the helicopter, he just lifts it in front of you. It's just this giant So man. it's like the Hulk? What the fuck? Oh, he's very powerful. Huh. So it's basically like he takes this helicopter and he lifts it in front of you. Yeah. And it's just a giant in a fucking black trench coat. And without really any, you know, grand introduction other than the fact that, hey, here he is. And by the way, I'm going to run for my fucking life <laughs> uh, because that thing's terrifying. Yeah, right. And then the thing is, too, is that, again, it breaks in all, like... It breaks all rules that you would think so far because of like, oh, zombies don't follow us through doorways. No, he fucking follows you everywhere. He's a Terminator, pretty much. The best yeah. way to describe uh-huh. him, he's a Terminator. He's going to keep coming. You can shoot him, blow through a flashbang, you name it, Adam. He still keeps trucking. Yeah, he's still going to come after Jeez. you. Jeez. And the thing about it, too, is that what makes it even worse is that not only do you know he can follow you pretty much anywhere in the police station, you can hear him coming. Hmm. Because you can hear his footsteps very clearly. And so, again, it was this element of, like, terror and dread that they expertly put back into And that's why with the mods, it became a comic thing of like, where the closer he got, the music would change. Yeah, they would actually play the Mr. Mr. X theme of, you know, X Give it to you. Yeah, Yeah, we did it. So would would you compare Resident Evil, you said this too? Yeah. Would you compare that to Alien Isolation? No. No? No. No. Because Alien Isolation still has you pretty firmly in the camp of being completely helpless. You no, have I, wait, things that you can use to distract, and you can fight, but it's not really smart upon to fight because not just the um the xenomorph it's called right? Yeah. Am I saying it right? Yeah. yeah no. There's also a rogue AI with all the robots trying to kill you. Oh. In Alien and yeah. and that was more terrifying for me of the part where I'm like, ha, screw you, and I did a running charge and I swung it and I knocked its jaw, dislocated the robot's jaw, and it just puts it back in and then grabs me, and I'm like. Oh, 
It's going to be like that. It's the Terminator. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing, the, 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 the funny thing about Alien Isolation, this is the thing I hate, is that we know canonically in the movie lore it is possible to kill them. Sure. And the thing is, is that in Alien Isolation, they do give you tools that by all accounts you should be able to kill the Xenomorph with. Yeah. But for the sake of being a video game and they don't want you to do that, you can't. And it kind of... Again, it's one of those things that sometimes for a video game you have to kind of just buy video game logic. But sure. it's still one of those moments of just like, okay, that kind of pisses me off because of like, I shouldn't be completely helpless in this scenario, and I know that. But if you had a weapon capable of killing the alien, then there would be no game, essentially, because... There could be more than one alien. Sure. And that would be the thing, is that that would be the more scary aspect of like, oh, I killed an alien, wait, there's another one. Oh shit, now my resources are finite. Sure. I can't kill all of them. I need to still be careful. And very much them touching you is an instant game over. Then it turns into Resident Evil 2. Well, kind <laughs> of, except for the fact that Resident Evil 2, you can shoot Mr. X and you can incapacitate him temporarily, but you're still more or less able to take hits oh. and not die. Right. Mr. X is terrifying. He does a lot of damage if he hits you, but it's not a one-shot. Alien Isolation, if the alien touches you, it is an instant game it, over. Yeah, you're Damn. gone. You're yeah, dead. You're dead instantly. So it's one of those moments that, like, out of the two games, I think Resident Evil 2 is still scarier hmm. because of the fact that you know you can shoot it, you know you can incapacitate it, but it regenerates itself and gets back up. And again, that makes it scarier for the sake of, you know, consistency, as opposed to sure. the issue I had with Alien Isolation is that knowing that, by all accounts, Riley should be able to kill this thing with what she owns, and she can't because video game, Right. again, it just kind of like diffuses the situation and just becomes kind of more like pissy than anything else. It's like, oh, here's the alien again. I, Wow, I'm more exasperated now than I am scared because I, and now it's time to just hide because I can't defend myself. I have a flamethrower. I can scare it off temporarily. Whippity-fucking-do. Like, it, yeah, that's the problem I had with it. Like, hmm. if, if you have that moment of oh shit, like Nemesis or yeah. Mr. X, where you realize that you can't kill it and getting you know, touching it kills you instantly, then maybe that increases the scare factor quite a bit. Except then it becomes more trial and error, and that's kind of the issue with Alien Isolation, is that there's a lot of trial and error. It's kind of why I like the Slender series. Y yeah, when, you, when you're in a believable situation when you're not able to defend yourself, um, and you get, you know, and you get, you know, up to something that kills you, that is scarier usually. But that's one of the reasons why Resident Evil 2 did such a good job of being scary with Mr. X, is that you probably could kill Mr. X, but not really know, and so that makes you realize you have to run away. Right, you have no choice. Yeah, you have no choice, and that's the scary part about it. Shooting him should be a last-ditch effort to stun him to run. Yeah, And right. that's the thing that's cool about it, as opposed to, again, with Alien Isolation. It's like, okay, I know canonically Riley should be able to kill this. Yeah. And she can't, because video game. And again, that's what ruins it. So when it comes to Resident Evil 4, again, it's one of these things that the terror kind of comes down to the fact that it's more skill-based and you should be able to defend yourself against these people, and you can defend yourself against these people. But the game is also very forgiving when you take damage and take hits. Yeah. And it's one of those things that I'm wondering if the game being less forgiving in these action scenarios and requires you to really buckle down on player skill would make it scarier because you know now that it's do or die time and fucking up means the end. I have no herbs. I have, you know, I have, there's no save point. I got to fight through all this. Let's go. How cool would it be to have a single player horror game based on movies? Because I know they have like... Uh, was it Dead by Daylight? Yeah. Which, what's the multiplayer thing? 
Yeah, Dead by Daylight. Um, I've been watching but imagine like a single player story driven <laughs> game where like each level has one of the nightmares and you're like running through a level trying to get away from Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Like that'd be cool. Kind of like Alien Isolation, only yeah. you, only you know Jason or Chucky or. I feel like it'd be really hard Pinhead. with the licensing There's issues. There's a lot of those characters in Dead by Daylight. Well, right? that's that's why I mentioned Dead by Daylight, but that's multiplayer. I'm talking like a story-driven oh a story. horror game. Oh yeah. Yeah, in terms of story, that would be incredibly hard to pull off. Yeah, I don't well, know. How, it, I don't, I don't know think how it'd be hard. It. I don't think it would be hard for a storytelling. I think it'd be hard to get the license for that. Sure, probably. it'd be expensive as shit. Right, and and the, the bigger discussion I've always had with people in horror games is that a horror game becomes more scary or a game becomes more scary in general when you realize that you dying and you you know having a fail state which you don't want to hit causes a huge inconvenience to yourself and you can't reverse it so again this is one of the reasons why when i tell people that minecraft has scared me more than most other video games ever has mm. and people are like excuse me what the fuck it's like okay i'm in the bottom of the earth i have all these valuable resources i need to make it back up I don't know how safe I am. I'm low on healing. Oh yeah, I, this is terrifying because now if I oh, die, no, I, 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 I totally agree with you. Doing some raids, everyone has used their res. We're almost there. We're running out of heavy ammo, and the time, the clock is ticking, kind of situation where everyone is just like, G -g don't screw up. Or in my case, being a level 68 <clears throat> demon hunter in Diablo on hardcore mode. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. And those scenarios can be kind of scary. As long as, like, the, in the case of, like, Diablo, the problem is, is that sometimes Diablo kind of has... It doesn't really always have moments of, like, you know, if you don't fuck up, you still lose because of bad design. Like, generally, you sure. can get yourself out of most sticky situations in Diablo. The problem is in some video games, you kind of can't always do that. Or There's usually that wall. You've got, you got you got yourself stuck between that wall. You're you're kind of done. I don't yeah. know. In that, in that demo for Diablo 4 yesterday, I aggroed some shit where everything came after me, and I had no choice but to die. Yeah. Oh, okay. But I think that's more... Me not being careful or possibly bad game design, there's no reason that me hitting something should aggro everything from miles away. Right, and so I'd have to see the situation. <laughs> I'm not exactly sure why that happened to me yesterday, but it did. But in order for, like, a horror game, honestly, I think what horror games need to start doing is kind of having moments of, like, fail-safes, where you can only fuck up a certain number of times before you reach a specific fail-safe. And then at that point, you either have to start over or you get a bad ending or whatever. And that should be the terror aspect of it. Because sure. it's really hard at this point for games to make it feel like that. When you die, it's A, your fault. And B, if you do die, uh, that you don't just instantly respawn somewhere. This was and, a discussion they had years ago with Bioshock. Because they had save states or something. Yeah, and so it's the same thing with like Resident Evil, right? Especially a lot of the newer ones. Is that, okay, you might be inside of a, 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 a gory or scary situation, right? But if you die, you just respawn in the room you just started in. You get to do it again. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, what's the fucking tension here? You know, if I die in the video game, yeah, it sucks. But it only inconveniences me by five minutes. I get to try again really over really easily. And, and again, that was one of the things that my friend found out when he played Resident Evil 1 again. Is that, uh, for the first time. Is that he didn't realize that there were fail states in the story there that could lead to a worse ending. So a good hmm. example is that you find one of the guys, his name is Richard, and he's uh, been bit by a snake, and he's poisoned. Hmm. And you have to go get serum. The thing is, is that he didn't realize it was actually a timed event. Oh. And if you let him die there, he's dead. That's it. You you don't have a second chance to rescue him. <clears throat> hmm. That's, and that's so what happens if he dies? So for Richard specifically, he's always doomed to die in the mansion. But oh. the thing is, is that when and where he dies determines different outcomes. So a good example oh. is that when he if he dies there from poisoning, hmm. not only does a monster spawn in that hallway, which is kind of a fuck you to the player for letting him die. Sure. 
Uh, there's also the fact that he has one of the best weapons in the game on him, which is the combat shotgun. And if you leave him alive, when he dies later in the story, he will drop the combat shotgun for you. Oh. And so that's kind of a player's reward for actually rescuing him. Nice. And, and I will tell you one thing right now for Resident Evil 4, it kind of changed the environment of how the situation was going because what is that one famous rapper who is a hardcore nerd was part of Aqua Teen Hunger Force? MC Chris. MC Chris, right. Yeah. Yep. If you remember, he was on, the, he went to that GameStop thing. He was talking about like, oh no, you gotta play Kingdom Hearts. And he's like, screw that. You know, you like, you gotta press, you can't put the controller down. You gotta press X kind of situation. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. That was Do one of his, sta- that was at one of his stand-up shows that yeah, he was doing. Yeah, and I, yeah. I just stand here like, it really changed the thing because a lot of people were just talking nonstop about this Kingdom Hearts and then Resident Evil 4 came out and everyone's just like, Pfft. No, dude, you literally can't breathe. You literally have to hold that controller because there are so many cutscenes that, like, you will die if you screw up. Yeah. Like, it's... it's fa- Resident Evil 4 was a game I played nonstop when it first came out. Like, I played I, I it religiously. N- never played those games. It's just in the back of my head. It's just I keep thinking this is going to be the year for remakes. Like, who who takes home the best remake? Metroid Prime, Dead Space, Resident Evil. Like, what else do we have coming out for remakes? Anything? I don't know. I don't think so. Like, But now, I, it's, I, do it's have, I do have some sad news. We did lose, uh, for me, Commander Zavala, a.k.a. Lance Reddick. Lance Reddick, yeah. It sucks even yeah, more. Yeah, I was surprised it, when you told me about that. I was like, wait, what? I thought people were trolling me. I really did. And the thing that hurts the most is the day before he passed away, he was playing Destiny. How old did you say he was? He was 60. Damn. I know. That's crazy. And, then and that- it's like I, I just found out. My one friend was telling me like she was upset because he was going to play Zeus in the new Pier- um, Piercing Jackson lightning thief the oh, show percy jackson per- yeah. percy jackson yeah percy oh, no, sorry percy jackson yeah. the lightning thief the first season he was going to be playing zeus and i was like he could pull it off in my opinion he's got a great voice sure yeah and i just like it hurts because he's been commander Savala since the original destiny so for a decade yeah and he's been in charge of the top you know of the the, the last city and it just it hurts yeah. And I will say this one thing, you know, I'm so tired of like the world thinking that we are just these horrible deranged murderers that we just want to shoot things. Seeing the tower and seeing all the people just give tribute to the, the commander Zavala's character at the tower, it was kind of like, wow, like this is nice. Like so many people were just doing things. There was an honor. They put they did something to Destiny did to honor him. Nice. So I mean, like. So it, what did they do to his character? I don't. I don't know what's gonna happen now. I don't know if they finish because there are seasons. I don't know if they've already finished recording his lines. Mm. I, in my mind, I would. I would. If we had more dialogue that was saved up for the next season, I would really appreciate that we had it. Yeah. Who Who was he? Was he Zer? No, he was Commander Zavala. Zavala. That's who. He was. was a Titan Vanguard. Hmm. He was in charge of, like, each... There was three vanguards, supposed to be. One hunter, which was Kate Six. Then Commander of Zavala. And then Ikora. Yeah, and you said the they, they killed off Kate Six, right? Because that Correct. was uh, Nathan Fillion's character? Well, what's his face? The one who was also doing the voice of the ghosts also was playing Kate Six in that one... Um, oh, which DLC was it? It's it's where he got killed. Are you talking about uh, Nolan North? Yeah. Oh. 
Yes. Huh. I, it, it sucks. I wonder if they could find a voice impersonator for Lance Riddick. I don't know. I don't... I, I'm torn. I don't know. I'm so torn between do they do something and kill off his character or do they keep his character going? I don't know. And I just... It sucks. Yeah. It really sucks. Right. Because... Like, like, I don't care what anyone says. Like, he was a great actor, and I feel so bad that, like, the whole entire Resident Evil situation for him in that show kind of fell apart. And sure. that was, like, the the last real, like, show that he worked on, and I feel bad for that. Mm. I mean, it'd be the same effect for me, like, if the, if the voice actor for Deckard Cain was dead. Like, if he passed away, then we have no more Deckard Cain yeah. for Diablo, you know? I don't know. I just same concept. It, it sucks. <clears throat> it, it, it honestly sucks because we we had one more year of Destiny two the way it looks like maybe, and so he I feel so bad because he's not going to be able to finish the story with us, and that's sure. what hurts the most. And we had freaking Kevin Conroy pass away like a month ago. Mm-hmm. It's all these prominent voice actors are just dropping like flies. What and the hell? I, I will say, like, I mean, he was in a lot of things. He was in John Wick. He was in um, Fringe, right? Yeah, yep. it was yeah. Fringe. He yes. was in Fringe, yes. He was in Horizon Zero Dawn, yep. Forbidden West. Yep. Um, he was going to be doing, like I said, the piercing. He jet. was. Oh, maybe he wasn't. Was he in Crisis? I don't think so. No. He was in Rick, um, Rick and Morty. He remember he was the Ghost Train dude. Well, I don't remember that. It's the the superhero group where they all go to the planet to stop that one bad guy, and Rick gets completely hammered up on his mind and makes a, a weird puzzle game for all the Guardians, whatever they're called, to break. Their... I don't remember that at all. Yeah, he's a Ghost Train dude. Hmm. He gets killed by many ants. But I think he might have been in the Crisis games. I could be wrong. I don't remember. Okay. Yeah, I, it just it, it sucks because like you know like, the internet loves to troll people. So like I kind of stood there going like, are we sure about that he passed away? Yeah. And then they people checked and he was online playing Destiny the day before he passed away. So like that actually that hurts. Well, yeah. And then we freaking had the lady from Last of Us passed away and freaking JDF passed away from Power Rangers. It's like. Oh yeah, he did. Like all of, all on these... men's on men's mental health yeah. day too, which which really hurts. It's like all these freaking prominent actors that we grew up with. My friend met that man in the the one who played the Green Power Ranger. Yeah. He met him, and oh my goodness, he said it was a genuine treat sure. to meet him. Yeah. He said the amount of kindness that that guy had. He did. He. He was always excited to see people. The only bad thing that I ever heard about that guy was he was fucking with the blue ranger a lot on the the original no that David was the Yost. no that was the red ranger really it was the oh, red I ranger it was the green guy that was doing that no um from what i heard it was the yellow power ranger the red power ranger and the black power ranger treated the guy who played billy like crap david, david yost was yeah. his name is his name yeah yost but, is still alive but to my knowledge if I remember correctly from the Blue Power Ranger, the guy who played the Blue Power Ranger, he literally said that I don't have a problem with him. Oh. It was, he talked about dealing with the Red Power Ranger the most. Austin St. John. Yes. That's his name. Yes. I don't rem- I don't know what the name like, of the I, other two are. Like, he, he literally went to get a thing called Gay, Pray the Gay Away. away. Yeah, yeah I, there, there's a whole documentary about it. And it's so sad. It's interesting. It, well, it's interesting, but sad at the same time. I just find that stuff fascinating. Just hear, hearing about those guys. This isn't video games, but who gives a shit? I guess. But like, uh, we're nerds. Hear, hearing about 
the first people to play the Power Rangers and just how little they were paid. Oh, they were paid crap. <clears throat> like, apparently they were paid garbage and, like, the one guy that Jason David Frank, the Green Ranger, apparently lived in an apartment and was, like, downstairs talking to people while doing his laundry. Like, he was just a normal-ass dude. And then he'd go the, to... That's go, just something you know. that just boggles my mind because the merchandise of how popular that show yeah. was was insane. It, it was, actually, like, the level of Ninja Turtles. It, it, it's weird if digging... No, not really digging into people like actors lives but like with all the access to like podcasts and social media that we have now you can actually see how a lot of these actors like live and like i've been listening to a podcast with ethan supley i don't remember what his last name is the dude that played randy from my name is earl yeah he's jacked and does oh, a he's health podcast hell. and on the po- i was listening to an episode today and he was he was saying that he talked to his wife and mentioned how they weren't rich. And it's like, you figure somebody who's an actor is probably loaded, and apparently a lot of these guys are just normal-ass people. Well, the thing is, is that certain actors will get paid more if they're famous and known. He, sure, he, he was like always, Tom Holland for playing Spider-Man's but, yeah, probably Yeah, but loaded. like, look how like he was known as that big comic relief. You know, like a big yeah. guy, you know, yeah. he was supposed to act dumb or be a klutz or do that. Right. yeah. That's not going to get you money, you know? You're not going to get the main roles. You're going to get side roles, which you're going to get paid less. Sure. I mean, it's it sucks. It makes, it makes me wonder, like, what the what the pay difference is from somebody like Lance Riddick versus, like, uh, the freaking... Who played Bastila? <laughs> I can't remember who voiced her. Okay. Or, like, Tara Strong. Yeah. Somebody from, like, the Powerpuff Girls, you know? Yeah, like, no, I wonder, I, I I wonder what the you. pay differences are. There probably is a pay difference. I guarantee there is probably a big pay difference. Yeah. So, I mean, overall... I mean, we already know the lady that played Bayonetta didn't get paid a lot. (laughs) She got paid, but at the same time, she lied. True. She lied. She was a no-good liar. So this is at one hour. We got anything else to talk Um, about? The only thing that I was going to ask you guys... In your mindset with the Resident Evil 4, the way that they're remastering it, do you think the next Resident Evil will be first person or third person or give us the option all out of the, out of the blue? What do you guys think? Are you, are you talking about Resident Evil 5 if they do a remake? No, no, no. Like, if they do Resident Evil, like, 9. I, I have no idea. Didn't because anybody... 7 and 8 was first person view. D- didn't they just and... release that DLC for Resident Evil 8? Yes, in a third person. Okay. It it was interesting. There was a there was a few parts where kind of like the creepy doll situation, with, with where the escape room was at. Like it, it got creepy, but it wasn't like it like that had the same feel of like me as a first person view. I think they're gonna stick to first person mode. You point. really think so? Yeah. As much as I would like to see them go back to the RE one again, I must I I sent part for RE one, and that's my personal take and my personal you know. One. See, I simp hard for Resident Evil 4. Yeah, and a lot of people do, and I know Resident Evil 4 is the most popular. I also simp for Lady Damastress. Of course. <laughs> but, uh, again, it's one of those things that, you know, I, I really loved the first game, and I'd like to see them kind of focus more on those type of elements when it goes to the horror games. And I'd like to see that attempted with the first-person <laughs> mode, don't get me wrong. But I think at this point, they're just action sales, I guess, and that's what they're going to go with. I think that's what they're sticking with, like... I think people just want more action-y horror games than they Is do. that true, though? Because I always hear a lot of hate for Dead Space 3. Uh, Dead Space 3, I just heard, just sucks ass. It's well, Dead Space 3 just ruined everything that made Dead Space 1 and 2 fantastic, and it just threw it out the window. 
But like, even if you think about like Dead Space 1, Dead Space 1 is basically just action horror. It's not even just straight horror, it's action first. And it's horror second. Is it? Yes. The part when you start out, it really becomes horror. And then throughout when you get all those different guns, then it kind of, oh. it, it, things change fast. Same thing as Resident Evil 4. Yes, the first, uh, the first part where you start out in the village, is it terrifying the first time you go through it? Well, yeah, actually, because it is actually a mad scramble to survive. And it's really cool. As soon as you get the shotgun in the first area, though, okay, well, that kind of diffuses most of the fucking terror. Now I... Just shoot people with a shotgun. That was real hard. <laughs> and now that they're introducing even more action elements to the formula, it's like, well, fuck, if I wasn't able to defend myself before, I can definitely defend myself now, so why am I scared of the situation? Sure. And, and that's the thing with Resident Evil 1, is that my friend figured out real fast, ah, yes, they start you with a handgun. And here's a handgun magazine. That's nice. That's 24 shots. Oh, that's uh, three zombies, and uh, there's a lot more than that, and I'm out of ammo. And it immediately turned into this scenario of, ah, I can fight the zombies too. Oh shit, I just wasted valuable resources and I didn't realize that. And, and, and then you find there's a bosser on the corner and you're like, uh, yeah, the now boss, what? The bosses are very unceremoniously introduced in Resident Evil 1. Ah. You can very easily just stumble into a room and there's a boss fight. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing is that at that point now it's a do or die scenario. You either run and you try to come back prepared if you can run. I was going to say, you can run from a boss? Yeah, you can run from the boss. Oh, okay. Yeah, like a good example is when you fight Yawn, the giant snake the first time. You walk into that room and then he's right there. You can literally just turn right around and walk out. Huh. I'm going home. I did not know you could My do that. My refrigerator is running. I yeah. gotta go, guys. <laughs> There's an item you need in the room, but you absolutely can do that. The, uh, the one of the other bosses, which is a giant spider, uh, the tiger spider. Which one has the shark? Uh, that's one. It is one. Thank yeah. you. Okay. But I the, just want to make sure. Yeah. The tiger spider, that fight, you can actually cut the webs on the other side of the room that are like barring the door and just run straight through it. You could just run away from that boss fight. You do not have to kill it. Hmm. The game gives you the option to run. See, I didn't it. know that. Yeah. A lot of people just assume boss fight must fight it. It's like, no, if you don't have the resources to fight it, just run. You don't even have to fight the thing. No, I just remember nice. being generally terrified with the shark situation. Oh no, the shark situation, the, the remaster handled that so Yes, yes, good. it made it very uncomfortable. Yeah, even my uh, friend when I was watching him play through the game, when he went through that and he's like, oh shit, oh shit. Like he was like not ready for that at all. Like it actually scared him. When he it, like, it like reminded me watching Jaws for the first time as a child. Oh yeah, the music's also terrifying because it like it, it does it. It start it doesn't start out with anything and then it starts to quickly ramp up. In my mindset of playing all the Resident Evil games, that's still the most terrifying. I mean, like I felt sheer terror. Yeah, was that shark? Yeah, hmm. it, it does it does such a good job of it. But again, like I said, it's just one of those series of like yeah, I'd like to see them kind of go back to those routes, but we'll see. What's the comparison? I don't know if you guys ever played. Did you did either? Have you ever play Outer Wilds? No. Yes, I did a little so bit. So supposedly on some water planet in that game, there's a there's a there's a fish that's supposedly scary as fuck. I have not seen okay. it. I've only played like a. I was playing. I like ten hours. I think I was into it. I sucked at that game. If, the, I, if, if, I it's, if it's the one that I'm thinking about, that's the one where you have to repeat the day to try to escape the planet or something. I thought is, the, like, is that Outer Wilds? I, no, I thought Outer Wilds is when you wake up. You find out that like it's like this is like hardcore uncomfortable capitalism to where like you're an indulgent servant and the spaceship is like you're my new captain kind of situation, and you go through. 
So there's Outer Wilds and there's Outer Worlds. Oh. Outer Worlds kind of feels like a comedic fallout. It is. That's the space one. Yes. And Outer Wilds, you literally have to... It's like a time loop and you're supposed oh, to I've get... Oh, I've never played that one. No, no, no. So I'm you're thinking supposed you're to get off the planet and you can go to different planets and there's a water planet and if you go underwater, there's some big-ass fish that's supposedly super scary. I have never And I've never made it that far. Okay, and I've not touched that game at all. Supposedly they did like a remaster, like a, yes. a, a 1.5 to Outer Wilds. Okay. Or, or, or Outer Outer Worlds, like the, the Fallout game. Supposedly there's like a 1.5 edition where they yeah. added a bunch of content and like remastered it. Yeah, okay. I have it on Steam, I just yeah. never played it. No, the only thing right now I've been really focusing on right now is the raid for Destiny mm. of Lightfall. Um, Nocris... It's it's a fun raid. You um, it isn't as challenging as the last one with Rook. Like Rook was a lot about like callouts with symbols. There was just so many symbols that like it was just a, a nightmare. This one was it's got an interesting mechanic. But once you get it going, you can do it pretty good. <laughs> I I I had a, a blast playing it. We had a few po moments where we we're all just like, oh, you idiot, you keep screwing this up. How dare you kind of situation. But there's always a learning curve. There's always that learning curve. But, you know, we once we figured it out and we, we all just took a breath and just like chill, chill, chill. Let's not say anything stupid and hate each other. See, that's I mean, that's a derail your destiny stuff. But that's what I'm also wondering. Diablo 4 feels more like an MMO. I wonder if any of those dungeons will end up becoming raids for Diablo. I don't know. These are those they said there's 100 dungeons in Diablo Holy 4. Holy balls. Plus there's open world bosses. Yeah, that's what I was just about to say. There's an open world event that happened with bosses, right? Yeah, I need to get there. They say you want... That's a bonus for this beta. If you beat the world boss, you get some title for the release. Okay. But I haven't had time to play because I had to work today. Yeah. So tonight, I'm going to play the ever-living hell out of it. I don't blame you. You'll, hopefully, we'll get sushi in but, an Xbox. But, but I'm wondering if there's going to be raids in that game because See, of the way that I it's constructed. See, I feel like you could do that. The way how this game feels and how much how much stuff there is, I think they could do a raid. You know what I'm saying? Blizzard could absolutely do it. But okay. how many people would you have in a raid group then? I don't is know. what I'm saying. I don't Probably know. Probably four. You think four? I would think four. Okay, I think... As vehemently as I am against Blizzard right now still, I will say that I can tell that they actually are putting effort into this game quite a bit. and so I'm Oh, not, they are, yes. And so I'm not going to really be as harsh on, you know, people who want to play this game, especially who are big fans of Diablo. I Diablo 2 is my favorite game ever made. I, I love it. that game to death. I get it. Same thing with Hogwarts Legacy and people who are big fans of Harry Potter. I get it. Yes, I don't... I'm not a big fan of Harry Potter. I just like the, I just like playing the that game. The game's fun. Right, but it still comes back down to the aspect of, like, if people want to play Diablo 4, I don't blame them for it. And the, the problem I have with Blizzard at this point is that they're basically, like... And I'm it's hard to kind of put this. They're kind of like a person who can effortlessly do something but they just always don't do it and they do the worst possible thing instead of just doing the right thing when it's effortless for them to do it. And so when Blizzard wants to shit out a high quality product like this, and I mean it as in a high quality product, they effortlessly can do it. It's no problem for them. And so it's not impressive to me really that Diablo 4 is as good as it is already because I know Blizzard's more than capable of doing it. So... I am interested to see where this game is going to go and if it keeps up the level of quality that people have been seeing so far in this beta. 
Because I think it will. Until it fully releases and we get error 37 again and the internet explodes. Right. And I, I definitely do think that Blizzard is trying to go out on this because they kind of have to at this point. Blizzard kind of can't afford to keep fucking up as much as they have been. True. So I definitely do think they are going to go full out with this do you Do you think Diablo 4 is like a do or die situation for them? Uh, no. Unfortunately, Blizzard is kind of in this scenario right now where I still think they are too big to fail. I could ah. be wrong. I could be wrong, though. If there's anything we've seen from Overwatch 2, they're... Their engagements for Overwatch 2 are how, pretty I mean, bad. Not to derail it, how is Overwatch 2 doing? <laughs> not great. It's, no? Honest to God, truth, no, it's not great. Like, like I said before, trying to do that one part, like I was like, oh, I, if I do these and complete these accomplishments, I'll get the stuff to get the skins and stuff. Okay, one was like, oh, is it finished? You know, get um, the final blow or, you know, get the kill. Which one is it? Oh, I killed this person. Uh, well, I did 12 kills in this game. Oh, it gave me two. Okay. No, I'm just talking about, like, what's the player base? Oh, what's the base? No, the player base is tiny. It, the, uh, player ba the player base, I think the player base is there. Right now, what scares me right now is the Overwatch, like, two competitive scene. I was going to say, is the Overwatch League dead? Pretty much. I... There is a core following with it, but it's not hitting the numbers. But more people are playing Call of Duty, oh, oh. Counter-Strike, So like, it comes like that. back down to this issue again. Uh, Blizzard wants to throw a ton of money at, these, at this eSports scene to generate revenue, and it's not there. The community doesn't really give a shit. Does Halo Infinite have more players than Overwatch? Oh, uh, no. no. No, Halo Infinite is in a just a hot, hot mess. The newest season came out. There are maps now, finally, which that's something that should have been happening to begin with. But I think the, dam the damage has been done. Still no co-op, though, right? I don't think there is going to be co-op. It's hard to tell right now what the most popular multiplayer game is. Like, Twitch is going to give you some idea if you look at the front page right now. Maybe, uh, okay, maybe their front page, but you got to remember a lot of that stuff's curated towards... What, yeah. what you actually like. Well, if you look at just the raw numbers of people playing something, so if you see, like, CSGO up at the top, like, sure. it kind of shows that the most player base is probably in CSGO right now. That could be wrong, but it's still this idea that... It, it's right numbers. now that I remember seeing them. The top three games that I saw, for me, that I saw the highest numbers on was the Just Chat thing, which I don't count that as Twitch anymore. Because That's not I, gameplay. It's not gameplay. Um, Apex... And there are a lot of people playing Apex. Oh yes, so. yep, yep. And Warzone and then Fortnite. Yeah, a lot of people. I, that's Warzone. what I really see. The most highest numbers of are those three things. Right, and it, it's definitely one of those things that you always have to take even with that with a grain of salt because, like, we know that obviously right now Final Fantasy fourteen is the, the the largest MMO. It's not even a question that it trumps every other. MMO no, it does. It, it just it wrecks it wrecks them with numbers. Yeah, with hands down. Numbers. But the thing is, is that it's one of the lowest viewed MMOs on Steam. Or on Twitch because... You think it's just because, like, how, like... No, people just don't stream it as much. Oh, they don't? Okay. No. And on top of the fact that it's also one of those things, too, that, like, it's kind of a bit, like... It's, it's weird to explain this, but it's a little bit like Undertale as well. Like, unless you have absolutely no interest in playing Undertale, you do not That's watch Final Fantasy XIV streams for the story spoilers if you care enough about it. And it's just one of those things that, again, I just don't think that, like... 14 doesn't really have as much to stream about it other than its main story and maybe rating but otherwise it's kind of a very chill game but it's very fun to play but it's not in a way of like world of warcraft where you can stream doing arenas for eight hours straight 
and it's engaging to watch for all eight hours of that, especially if you enjoy the person you're watching. I just don't think Final Fantasy XIV has that as much as other games. Do but they have a big PvP community? In XIV, no. It's oh. tiny. It's no. very, very tiny. It's, I still remember when World of Warcraft had, like, their huge PvP, like, tournaments and stuff like that, where, like, people were taking it, like... Esports, yeah. The thing was is that Blizzard absolutely could have turned World of Warcraft's PvP into an esport. In fact, it was at one point. It was. was. And there was a huge interest in it. The issue was is that Blizzard kind of let the balance go by the wayside and people quickly got bored with the balance direction they were going in. Thank you, Ghost Crawler, for making everybody into fucking tanks. That was so fun of you. Thank you <laughs> so much. Same thing for you, Kaplan. Thank you for making every class fucking unfucking killable in arenas lasting for 30 fucking minutes so much fun what is the what is the most popular class in that game in world of warcraft in terms of players like what do players play the most uh fuck i'm not sure right now on wrath of lich king because you were you were saying oh uh, thank you for making whatever the most powerful but the a theme popped into my head and I know when he was the big, like, 10 years ago or whatever, and everybody was watching his goofy videos, a lot of people were was playing... Was he a paladin? A lot of people were playing paladins. Yeah, a lot of people were playing So what's, what's, like, the big thing right now? Uh, right now, inside of Wrath of the Lich King, I'm not sure. No, they, what, they're not on Wrath of the Lich King. They're on, like, three or four, five expansions past that, right? Right, but more people are playing classic than they are the main game. Oh, yeah, I forgot that's, about that's, that. Right. So, that's still been the issue. I, I've heard that the main game right now was growing. So is there a shitload of, like, Death Knights or whatever? Uh, there's quite a few Death Knights, yeah, but I don't think it's the most popular class. I think the most popular class is, like, Warlock, probably, because uh, Warlocks are kind of busted. Same thing for Mages. Huh. They're kind of two of the more popular ones. Interesting. I'm not sure. I think it is Warlock based on their numbers because they do the most DPS. Though Unholy Death Knights are in large supply because of the fact that they also do insanely good numbers. Hmm. But people... World of Warcraft has a huge issue with people playing Flavor of the Month where people will just play what's most popular in terms of power. Oh, So they just look at patch notes and like, alright, that's the class I gotta play now. That's basically it, yes. They will look at DPS sims and it's, go, it's oh, Warlock do most it's damage. It's pretty much just like Destiny where like every so often for raids, it's like, okay, Warlocks, you needed this, you need a Phoenix Protocol with this build and you can get your super so fast. Like, sure. you, you saw me playing Gambit. It's like that in every MMO. Yeah, but like there's always like a certain thing that just boom happens and then that that's the thing. Yeah. yeah, and that's how World of Warcraft has always been. People go on the PTRs, they test numbers, they look at DPS numbers, they look at all this stuff, and again, like, Affliction Warlock right now is one of the top class, so people, ooh, e, me, like, big number, me play Affliction Warlock, me, original good player, me play because me like big number, and they don't even fucking play the class well, they just do it because it's the biggest number class, and it's like, okay. The only thing I ever heard about Warlock is something... God, what the hell was his name? Gary something from Game Breaker TV like 10 years ago saying if you were a, a warlock and you got into a big enough raid, all you did was stand back and cast Shadow Bolt. That's in all you did. In, the, in classic, yeah, that's all you did. In yeah. Wrathless King, it's more than that. But yeah. I mean, for God's sakes, the shamans were broken in, what was it, the, the Burning, Crusades. Burning Crusade. Yeah, but again, when it comes to like... When it comes to the main game right now, I have no clue. Apparently... Well, yeah, because uh, you're playing Guild Wars now, right? Uh, mostly that and Final Fantasy XIV still. I'm going between those two games. But, like, even right now, like, going in... I heard good things about the newest expansion pack for World of Warcraft. Whatever, Dragon... Dragonflight. Yeah, Dragonfuckers, yeah. whatever, I don't know. I heard it was good, and then it's been radio silent. I haven't heard a single fucking thing on it. Uh, All I've heard is that, yeah, it was fine, and then nothing. 
Which to me kind of just already entails that the game was good and then not much to probably do and people are just already playing other So games. your roommate stopped playing it then too? No, neither of them played it. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, no, nobody played. Nobody's playing Blizzard products in our house. Damn. Yeah, a lot of people in our household are pretty vehemently against Blizzard right now, too. So, uh, it's one of those things that, yeah, I heard it was fine, and then I haven't heard anything about it, so... I mean, it really, that really sucks, too, because Diablo, in my very limited, like, four hours of playing or whatever the hell, I really like that, that beta. It's if a I, shame if, that Blizzard's getting ripped apart right now. <laughs> I mean... Because I like, I, that Diablo's fun. I like that beta. The, yeah, beta's, the beta's fun. Yeah, and again, it's one of those things that, you know, I, I'm sure that if I were to install the Blizzard client tomorrow and I was going to play Diablo 4, I'm sure I would have a good time. Have you it. ever been a Diablo fan, though? Not really, Do no. you like action RPGs? Uh, yeah, I could say that I do. Uh, I think one of my favorite games, one of the PS2, was uh, Shining Force. I played the hell out of that. That was kind of like The, the, the thing uh -huh. is, yeah. Shining Force is a tactical RPG, sir. No, Shining Force Neo is not. Shining oh, Force, I did not know that. Yeah, Shining Force Neo is closer to your job. Yeah. I did not it know is that. It the same kind of yeah. isometric view. I had down. to seek, I yeah. had to keep, when I used to go to my friend's place, for my church group, we had to keep it on the hush-hush that we were playing Diablo 2. Was it the devil game? It was the devil game, and I'm not lying, like, I straight up literally was just like, when we got caught playing Diablo 2, oh, dude, the world just fell apart. It was like we were just doing heroin. For us, it was Doom <laughs> and Dungeons and Dragons. I don't know. Well, my, my grandma, like, literally watched me play Doom 3 and all the Dooms, and she's just like, what you doing? I'm like, well, scientists decided to open up the gates of hell, Grandma, and I'm killing these demons to stop them. She goes, you're doing the Lord's <laughs> See, work. See, my only problem, or the only issue that I ran into as a kid, when I was, like, 12, I spent, like... God, probably like 10 hours one night on a weekend in my grandpa's basement playing the living shit out of Diablo 2. And my mom was like, did you stay up all night playing that game? And I was like, yeah. She's like, no more. Yeah, Because my mom hated video games. Oh, no, I get it. So it wasn't no. that it was Doom specifically. It was that I was sitting in my ass downstairs was, playing the hell out of that game. certain games, honest to God truth. Like, they never had a problem with Pokemon with me. Like, honest to God truth. Like, uh, my parents never had a problem with Pokemon. Call of Duty, Dad. Again, it was World War II stuff, so you're shooting Nazis. Have at it, little Timmy, or AKA little Adam. Um, it was hmm. with. It came to the supernatural. Like, I no no fatal frame for you. No fatal frame for me. But no, like I lost my mind and I kept my mouth shut because my mom did not know about the ESRB ratings. Sure. And for my Christmas or my birthday, I can't remember what it was I got Soul Reaver two, uh, which is rated M. Yeah. And she literally was just like, yeah, you know, this is the game that you asked for. So, uh, you know, like my uncle was working at the store at this time. And I think it was Wally World. And he made sure I got the PS2 and this game and didn't tell my mom about this. Because lately after that, she goes, these games that are rated. And what does this mean? Like, oh, no. She Magnificent. Read the, she read the pamphlet. No. Yeah. Kind of situation. It, it's, it's, it's rated M for manly. It's rated M for, <laughs> yeah, manly. I like that. Yeah. Rated A is for awesome. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. No. Like that was like something I always have to like. Explore. Awesome orange, isn't it? A O. Yeah. Isn't that what that's yeah. supposed to be? Adult only. For adult only. Yeah, that was kind of like the thing that I always like. Look I at never my... owned an adult only game. I still don't. I don't even know the what the last hell in... adult game technically that I owned. It was became adult was the. Grand Theft Auto. 
Really? Because remember, it got changed to an adult only because the sex mini game got like you know like someone cracked a code that there was a mini game in the game. Hot coffee mod. Remember oh, that? Oh, okay. That because yeah, I, but GTA I, Five wasn't adult only, right? It because GTA Five. No, I don't think so. It was San Andreas that became adult because of that mini game. Hmm. Interesting. Because I was working at Toys R Us, and. I, I mean, was thinking to, to about, be honest, the only adult-only game that I can think of off the top of my head is maybe BMX Triple X. Yeah. That's the only game that I can but think yeah, of. But like yeah, like, that was just something like that. I always had to look at my friends and like, I don't think you guys understand how bad the Christian Coalition was just after us for games. They so were, what would they think of the, the Assassin's Creed series? My... Because you're killing Templars in Assassin's Creed 1. Yeah, well, that, that was like hugely controversy i didn't actually get assassin's creed one very i think the second one came out then i started playing it mm. and um thank goodness that my parents didn't realize that like one of the missions in assassin's creed 2 you kill the pope yep he you kill the pope yep and oh they would have lost their minds because <laughs> that was the year that my cousin who was a nun went and saw the pope huh so yeah yeah, I don't even remember the... But I think the release date for Assassin's Creed 1 was 2007. I don't know what 2 was. 2010, maybe? I thought it was 2009. It could have been 2009. Yeah. Was, it, was it the same year as Modern Warfare 2? Yes. Okay, then it was 2009. Yeah, so... But yeah, like, like, like things are, like, different now. Like, again, if you're a parent, you have the access to these consoles and PCs to where you can put time limits an age restriction and not have to threat you know yeah, especially if all your games are if every game that you're buying is digital you can put parental blocks on all these consoles oh now, yes right? and like I, I don't think you guys have, know how lucky it is now how easy it is to make sure your kids don't touch something back then you could just go to the, the if you're if you went to your friend's place and their mom didn't give two craps you could just go to hollywood video or blockbuster and run it ran an m game we, we, me and my, we all did. Me and my uh, friend from high school, Alan, used to do that all the time. Oh yeah. We'd be playing uh, like Streets of Rage. I know it's not like super violent, but that guy was speci- his parents were specifically like super hardcore religious. Mm-hmm. So us beating the crap out of other thugs on the street on the Sega Genesis was a no-no. Oh yeah. But we still did it anyway. Yeah. But yeah, that's this is all I have to really talk about. Um. I, I, like I said before, we're going to try to continue this podcast, We but we might have a little bit of hiatus because I'm working 65 hours this week. Yep, I don't and, know what the hell I'm working and this week. I guarantee you're going to be in the high 70s. Yeah, I'm going to be working a lot. So, But like I said, so this podcast will not have music. We're running it like a, an hour and a half. Yes. I'm probably just going to go through, I'll add in the intro music and maybe do sm- a small bit of outro music, but yeah. I think that's going to be it. We're just going to run this straight through no yes, breaks I, I know we i just, know it sucks but i don't have time to produce yeah, this that's, stuff that's the thing like we're really like from all of us working different schedules josh works thirds i work in the no morning. i'm switching over to oh, seconds second, yeah, well, which is gonna really mess this podcast up because yes. this is what this is sunday yes so it's sunday at 9 30 within the next couple of weeks assuming i get a replacement for thirds i'm not even going to be home right now i'm not going to no. be getting out until 11 30 yeah, exactly night. you won't be getting out exactly which, which means we won't really be able to record yes on sundays anymore yes i'm exactly. just not going to be here yeah exactly so like we're gonna we might be on a hiatus um i might start doing some mini stuff to add with the podcast later i got to add audacity and all the equipment right here and in the living room so 
I'm just gonna relearn again what I because what we I, I remember editing a few podcasts one time and just posting them as is. Yeah, see, I can't I can't edit on Audacity. I edit in Ableton <laughs> and I can't give uh, Adam a copy of that because it's eight hundred dollars software. Oh no 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 yeah with with the dongle lock on it, so I, he'd have to have like a USB key in order to use the stuff. I yes. can't I can't do that. No no exactly. But so no what we are going to take a hiatus, but we still want to keep doing this. So, the way it looks like right now, we will probably get rid of the music in the background, yeah. which really sucks. The music it, and the, the commercials and, like, a lot of the edits and stuff. I'm probably, what I'm going to do when, the, when we're done recording is, well, we're doing stuff afterwards. But when I go to edit this thing, I'm going to have Diablo beta up, and I'm just going to listen to this. And if I find something that catches my ear, I'll edit it. Yeah. But if I don't, once I run through this and compress it to make it sound good, it's just going to go up as is. I don't have time. Which, which sucks. <laughs> Yeah, because, but like, I'm you... making hella money right now. No, no, there you go. But um, that's all I have to say. I am Adam. I'm Josh. I'm Yeah. Are you sloth? Did you just become chuffle? Hey sloth you guys! Yeah. Do the truffle it, shuffle! Do the truffle there, shuffle! I might maybe I'll see if I can find uh Goonies soundtrack from the um Nintendo to take us out. That would be cool. You should do that, yeah. Wait, no, what? Yeah, they Goonies. made a they, they made a Goonies game either for NES or for Sega Genesis, maybe. And I don't oh, think it's Sega. I love the Sega Twang so much. So oh, the Sega Twang. If I, if I can't find the Goonies music, we'll go out on the X Men music for Sega Genesis because oh, it is God. so fucking oh, bad. Oh God, let's or Sonic do it. Sonic Spinball. Sonic Spinball is pretty bad too. <laughs> yep. All right, bye.